Okay, listeners, thank you for joining us for Idiot Sport Report episode 14. I'm joined today by Starbucks and Hat Bevan. What's up? And Star Wars. And Star Wars, yeah. And Star Wars, And I'm joined by Captain Riggs. What? Where's my... <laughs> Where's my, like, super greeting? Bevan's got a hat, Star Wars, Starbucks. What am I? Because I, I dress up for this. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have dressed up. Uh, hello, everyone. I would have dressed I up. Think... But I've just come back from the gym after training like a beast. Don't lie. And when I say, when I say beast, I mean more like a, a domesticated hamster. But, uh, and when yes, you say gym, you mean Burger gym. King. <laughs> oh, no. Look, no, I, I, I got inspired uh, to gym, actually. Uh, from you guys, you know, me. with your, your weight loss competition. So how is that going, by the way? Isn't that the final weigh-in tonight? I'm quite excited Shut to up, see Riggs. the results. Shut up, Riggs. <laughs> I don't know. I think we I can told go. you not to talk about it. <laughs> no, it's next week. Next uh, week. Next okay, week. cool. Okay. Let's lie to ourselves for another week then. <laughs> <sighs> okay, all righty. UFC Vegas 41. Costa v. Vittori. What did you guys think? Yeah, look, um, the only real thing to talk about is probably the main event. That was the big thing. The one thing that really uh, made, got me excited is I was excited to watch because Vittori and, and Costa, look, they both got dominated by Izzy. But other than Robert Whitaker, Izzy is so far ahead of everybody else that that's expected. But what got it even better was Costa was missing weight. He was like lying about things. Vittori got like super upset with him. And they went out there to murder each other. Like they looked like they wanted to kill each other. They both looked like a Marvin Hagler where he wanted to destroy the other person, which I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. Look, a lot of guys are saying one of the greatest of all time fights. I don't think it's that good, but like a good fight, a great fight, not an all-time uh, uh you know, like a John Jones Gustafson or you want a John Jacek versus Shueli Zhang, Zhang or I can't remember how to pronounce her name. Um, not not a, not that caliber of a fight. Um, but yeah, I was excited to watch it because of what what I thought would happen and what I thought would happen happened. Vittoria went out there, and and the other thing is Vittoria went Vittori went out there to get points, but he did it in the right way by fucking punching the guy hard. That's how he got it. Not by <clears throat> pussyfooting around and trying to like uh, get away from the guy and throw a jab every now and again. He went there to knock him out, but he also knew that the best way to get Costa is by points. And he did that. It was an exciting fight. Costa, Jesus, Costa was throwing kicks that would break bricks in half. Jesus, he was kicking hard. Yeah. Look, I just, Fucking one thing I took fire. away from that is that Vittori did to uh, Costa's face what Costa was doing to his ribs. Yeah. And you know what? Vittori's lucky yep. he's a southpaw because he wasn't hitting the liver. He's so lucky he was uh, – because if he's southpaw, he stands at an angle, so he's actually hitting the front of his um, belly instead of the, like just behind. So he's actually very – it's actually – what Costa did there against an orthodox fighter is that's a one, one kick. If he lands a kick like that at that speed and that, uh, that uh, intensity, that's the end of the fight. So Vittori's lucky. But again – it's similar to the Deontay Wilder, uh, uh, Tyson Fury. Vittori is more of a thinking man uh, in this fight. I mean, he's not, you know, I, he is, but I mean, in this fight, 
You know, against Izzy, he looked like a moron, but in this fight, he looked like, you know, a good fighter. Um, and then Vittori, uh, and then Costa just went out there uh, like a slugger. So yeah. I don't know. But I think that Costa would have won in a, if he had his mind right. But obviously, that guy's losing his fucking mind, dude. He is so crazy. The fact that he comes in like a week before the fight at like 220 pounds, he's supposed to weigh 185. Yeah. That's like 40 pounds, 40, 40, almost 35 pounds. Like, it's insane yeah. how much weight he, he, he had put on. And, and, and then he no was saying, pre warning like, to UFC. <laughs> no, nothing. Like, yeah, zero fucks given. <laughs> and afterwards, he was like, he said he's no, he tore his bicep. That's why he couldn't lose weight or he couldn't weigh in at 185. And then Victoria's like, dude, you don't run with your bicep. Just, you know, you could have lost yeah. the weight. So, all, I mean, I know Vittori looked like a bit of an asshole against Izzy, but I think he pulled it back with the fans at this fight. He went out there, yeah. did his job. He got the extra 20%. He got fucking, he probably doubled the number of fans because even I'm a fan. I want to see him fight again. I'm not a huge, like, number one fighter in the world for me, but I'm interested to see him fight again. I want to see him maybe take on Cannonier or whoever wins. I think it's Bronson and Cannonier. And then that person go and and and, and fight and the winner up, of, of uh, Izzy and let's um, say he deserves another title shot. Is what I'm trying to say, especially yeah, if Wadiko sure. beats uh, Israel. Yeah, so I'll be and back. Just now. for taking the fight alone. Huh? I say, and just for taking the fight alone. Hectic. Bevan ran away now. So Riggs, what did yeah. you think of the fight, dude? Yeah. So for me, look at like Bev said, it was a brilliant fight. I actually wasn't expecting it to go the way it went. I thought Costa would take it because even though he came in heavy, I mean, I when Vittori accepted the fight, I was like, you're a fucking fool to to accept at that weight, you know, because Costa was not, he wasn't unfit. He didn't show up unfit. It was, he was going the whole time and those kicks right up to the fifth round, he was still landing those kicks with such force. So fitness was definitely not a thing and, yeah, I think maybe the torn bicep to say he couldn't cut weight, that's a bit of a bullshit story because you came into the fight ready through all the rounds you were, you were hammering. And yeah, look, uh, Vittori, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll drink to his head because <laughs> that oak has a solid head and a solid chin because there was a few knocks there where I thought, look, if they had landed on me, <laughs> I would have been uh, painting the canvas with my teeth. Yeah, yeah. Wait, if I, <laughs> so I was just so impressed me. at how he handled it. <laughs> No, look, uh, um, yeah. I, sorry, I Riggs, thought if I just want to, just before we go on to the next point, just that point of Costa coming in ready. I understand that he came, he, he, he looked like he came in fit. And, and, you know, I don't think he was as fit as he could have been and all that kind of stuff, but his mind wasn't right. And I think that's what Vittori saw, is that he was making up bullshit excuses and making up stories. And Vittori saw that he saw that all I got to do is just say, focus and just do my thing and I'll win because. Costa's going to come in and throw for the fucking fences, but he's not yeah. going to. He's not going to. He's not going to get me because he's not focused on the fight, and that's where I think it was the right idea. Look, yeah, I mean the, the tour is not fucking small, but yeah, Costa looked like a fucking like the Hulk, dude. He looked like the yeah. Hulk. Did Jeez. you check his foot after the fight, though? I mean, uh-uh. he was. I heard it looked like a balloon. Yeah, he even said he's like my foot. It's like a. It's like a balloon in the post-fight. <laughs> interview and he was like limping off so yeah he was seriously he took uh took some strain there in that fight for sure uh but 
Yeah, I, I think he was still able to to run that all five rounds with a, a good endurance from 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 my side at least. That's what. No, I, look, I, I think I, that's his, just his natural ability. He just went in there and did what he would naturally do without any kind of training camp, and he's that good of a fighter. I mean, he before the Izzy fight, he was looked at as one of the best. Okay, Izzy yeah. and all of that story that happened, that kind of dropped his stock. But that doesn't make make him not a champion fighter. If Izzy wasn't in the fucking picture, he's there's you know it's there's an argument to be made that he would be the champion. <clears throat> so, yeah, look, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, I think he went in there and did what he did. But if he had, a, I don't think Vittori would have had of a chance at two hundred five if 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 it was made initially at two hundred five. And Costa trained for two hundred five and had his mind right. Different, different ball game there. When they started the signing of the contracts, the initial deal was at one eighty five. Yeah, <laughs> and to check at what they came in at, it's like Dana said. Like there's in the history of UFC, he's probably had like three catch weights, and yeah, he says it's not obviously what you want, but yeah, they the fans got what they wanted, and Dana was he seemed very impressed with Fatori. And he still like started calling him a stud afterwards. Like, yeah, he's a gentleman. Whoa. He's a stud. I'm like, okay, I don't think you know the meaning of stud. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no, he's a back, stud. Yeah, backstage breeding little new UFC fighters or something, man. <laughs> don't know. But, but what are the implications stud? or consequences for missing weigh-in like on that level? Yeah, half so of his first just, went to no, not half, twenty percent. Was sure. it twenty percent? I thought half. Ooh. Okay. No, it's twenty percent. So because yeah. you lost the fight, if you win the fight, you get the, you get. So your pay is let's say a hundred grand or a million grand, a million dollars or whatever. Um. So if you win, you get a hundred plus hundred. If you lose, you just get a hundred. All right. So that's how it works. Like uh, you, you on a contract of a hundred hundred. So if you win, you get a two hundred grand. If you don't, you get a hundred grand. If you so he would have got he would have lost. And then he, so you only got a hundred. So Vittori would have got twenty percent, which is twenty grand from him okay. because he won. And yeah. then the bonus thereafter. Yeah, and then he got a fifty grand bonus, which yeah, he deserved. A, Look, yeah, for sure, he deserved it just on principle alone. Even if he had come out the loser, just yeah. for accepting. But, but look, like I mean, said, if they didn't accept a the fight, then everyone goes home without anything. So. Nothing, yeah. yeah. Look, I mean, I think the biggest uh, thing that Dana said was um, if Costa had have come out and fucked around, then it would have been a different story. Then there would have been maybe some contract or something would have happened. But he said, yeah. okay, he missed weight. He made a mistake. He's getting 20% of his purse taken, but he came out and he fucking fought. And that's what they want. And that was entertaining. And it's in the news. So I don't think more, uh, more than double the amount of people watched that fight than we're going to. And that brings me back to the whole entertainment factor of fighting. We're there to be entertained. I understand, you know, Joe Rogan always says, oh, this and that, and there's always, you know, you got to focus on the wrestling, and it's interesting. Yeah, but at the end of the day, most of us don't care about that kind of stuff. So yeah. <clears throat> um, they came out, they did what we wanted them to do, so I don't think Dana was too upset about it, other than them no, losing of 20% of the purse. Yeah, I think it was was a top fight. A good, can you fuck this key? I'm going to stop this thing. Fuck. Damn it, I can't stop this thing. <laughs> stop <laughs> typing on the side there. <laughs> you know, just an okay. interesting story. Um, 
while we're talking about these things on the side here now. Okay, I don't know if you guys are or were ever the same at any stage, maybe like closer to being a child's age or whatever, but I have this habit of at work, if someone's diary or whatever is open in front of me, I'm going to draw a big fat dick in it. Yeah. Did you That's guys your right do that? as a human being. Of course. Right? Yeah, but are you doing that at work now? Absolutely. <laughs> you only have to do it? So fucking oh, glad yeah. I don't know what to do, mate. <laughs> I even signed the one. I yeah. did it on a guy's uh, whiteboard with a, uh, those flipboard or whiteboard markers or whatever, and I oh. signed that bitch. Dude, as long as you don't trace it, I suppose it's all innocent. I called that one. That piece was called. If you traced it, they wouldn't be able to see it. <laughs> Someone wouldn't even know. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, that was like an A dick. There were two in my diary. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, that thing you? backfired on me today. <laughs> I bought a, a can of or oh, I bought a can of Monster at work. And I thought it was one of my colleagues who left it in my office. So I got a permanent marker and I'm going flat out. But because it's shiny, I had to get, like, I had to make them small. But I thought, okay, might not get quality, but motherfucker, I'll get quantity. Hey? Unknowingly. Unknowingly. Yeah, you see, as it turned out, I did do that. Yeah. Uh, You did what? Jack's got the memory of a goldfish. It's a problem. Yes, that's I why he has a diary. My own juice. Because he has to write it. <laughs> <laughs> and you drank it afterwards. You swallowed it, didn't you? <laughs> you need a food diary. And I even the guy who's I thought it was, I even told him, I'm like, hey man, your juice is getting warm in my office. Like as kind of the setup to get him there. And he's like, dude, I don't have a juice. I'm like, oh shit, that's right. I didn't finish mine, did I? <laughs> and it was mine, just full of dicks. Uh, you attack yourself with it's called friendly fire. Yeah, yeah but shame. <laughs> no, that's not great. Okay, sorry. No, yeah, no, moving no. along swiftly. Dawson versus Rick Glenn. Is there anything to talk about there? I saw that it was what a draw. How did that even happen? What's this? The other co-main event. Oh, I Please watch. tell me there was. Please tell me I'm not getting this. This is the one day I do fucking homework. Please don't tell me I got it wrong. Yeah, there was only uh, did you for the, the whole fight? 41, there was only two knockouts. Everything else went the distance. Hectic. But this fight did happen, right? I'm not reading. I wasn't reading something from like February again. Well, there was. there's not a co-main event. There, there was only the main event for 41. So what was your understanding i don't oh, so there was I a co-main it's, it's Dawson versus glenn but i didn't watch the fight so move along swiftly tell us about it <laughs> tell us about it jack jack prepare yeah, just, he obviously watched it man i'm so <laughs> eager to show off my homework that i'm starting to doubt myself now fuck okay <laughs> yeah, right, swiftly. Right, but i don't know why uh we'll give you a gold star afterwards <laughs> fucking right on Promise. We'll put it in the diary next to all the dicks. <laughs> um, you can put it on the tip. <laughs> okay, Bevan, you said... Wait, wait, wait. Uh, when you say put it on the tip, do you remember those posters you used to get? Like from Superbike magazines and that? And it would be the chicks and they would put stars over the, all the good bits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had a few of those and, you know, when you still like... Very stupid and like, 
Yeah, you try and scratch it off. You're like, I hope I can scratch this ink off to see what's underneath. <laughs> Did you uh, ever get it right? No, never. Damn it. Luckily, I have a good imagination. <laughs> yeah. no, there we go. Right. Sorry, Bev. Uh, what? Fedor. Fedor yeah. Emelianenko is back. Riggs, do you know anything about him? No, not at all. Educate so in me the there. Past, he's also a bit of a pie. But in the past, he's like this Russian guy that's like friends with Vladimir Putin and shit like that. Um, he's back. He was looked at. They call him the king, but he was uh, the, the emperor. He was looked at as the best fighter uh, of all time, not in the UFC, because he never, ever broke into the UFC. But, yeah, you got to watch like just a little bit of um, uh, review or, or, or uh, whatever. Just watch him fight because he looks like a pie. He doesn't Some make any expression. Career, yeah. And he knocks big motherfuckers out. So just do yourself a favor and watch Fedor Emelianenko's. Um, and hopefully we see him fight again. Uh, uh, watch his highlights because it's pretty interesting. Okay. That's about it. What's what's his age sitting at now? Are you saying you, hopefully uh, we see him fight again? Fuck. Is he still able to return or no, is no, he no, maybe no. seasoned? No, he's not about. It's not about that. I just want to see, like the last one that he fought was Rampage, um, and he won. And then there was one. He just had a fight now, and he beat the guy as well. Uh, how old is he? Forty-five. But he's like this sure. Russian. He's he looks like, like if we were at the Cold War, he's like the torturer. Like he's like this. <laughs> he's got no like fucking no emotion in the eyes. Nothing. He just like he's looks like- the same. He's like stone faced. You're going to tell me one way or another. <laughs> yeah. And he's like bald. Uh, he looks like a fat dad, but he will beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> that is uh, actually quite something. Let me just see if that works. Click on that, Riggs. If you don't know what he looks like, check it out. Yeah, he looks like... It's crazy how, how he looks, eh? Oh, like my this word. dad. Yeah, it looks like a dad. Like, yeah, but that's like a And he's vodka like one of the greatest heavyweight sure. fighters of all time. Eh? <laughs> yes, like, that's a vodka body. That's full of potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that, dude. He'll send the Russians over. You're very close there, Riggs. Yeah, I'm super close. <laughs> Doesn't even need a visa, dude. He'll just drive you. <laughs> no. With what is your name? You, you're one of idiots. I kill you. <laughs> All right, move on. Uh, I'll, I'll just, I'll just. Conor McGregor some, some and. and... <laughs> you will Tony hand Ferguson. Out Conor versus Tony. Yeah, hey Tony. Uh, well, Tony, hey, I Tony. think that Tony Ferguson is on a a different level to what Conor's fought before. I know Conor's a double champ and all that kind of stuff, but Tony Ferguson. They call him Al Kukui, the boogeyman, because he can beat anybody at any time. And these showy uh, one-punch knockout guys, they are normally the ones that lose to Al Kukui because he he literally, like, when he fought Gaethje, he fought Gaethje to the point that he was walking around like like a chimp because he was he had been punched so much. That's also, also one of the greatest fights of all time. He had been blixed so much that he couldn't walk straight 
And Conor McGregor is not going to knock him out in one punch. I'm telling you that now. And Conor McGregor, if he doesn't knock you out in the, in the first two rounds, he loses it. Because he's never really gone further than that other yeah, than with he, Nick. He doesn't I mean, do the he's not the same level. Yeah. Ach, Nate, I mean. What That's do you think will happen, Riggs? Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I think we've been going over Connor a few times. And, yeah, I don't want to be an asshole because I keep saying the guy's a dick and he shouldn't support him. But I will be supporting Connor. <laughs> against against uh, Tony Ferguson? Yeah. Yeah. Just because I keep telling you there is something with Connor. And if he's dedicated, he'll show it. And Look, I think he's. He's maybe the bad press now. He's had so much bad press and everyone is attacking him. Maybe he's going to get his head straight and, and, and go in. But uh, you can put that hand down. You will not be answered today. Um, <laughs> Jack's trying to raise his hand like a little girl in a, in a <laughs> podcast. Thing, yeah? um, not that little girls uh, are unthreatening. Let, let me just uh, say that. Whoa, Riggs. Whoa. Backtrack, yeah. <laughs> okay, no, no I just wanted to mention quickly. It said yes, here, man. Conor McGregor makes dark prediction for potential Tony Ferguson fight in deleted tweet. I'm going to end your life. From yeah, but MMA he's done that for everyone he fights with. He did that yeah, with Jose Aldo as well. He's like, I'm going to put you in a freaking coffin and shit like that. And he calls him a pussy. That's the only reason he learned how to speak what is Brazilian, Portuguese, Portuguese. or what is, what is their language. Yeah. Portuguese. Yeah, he only learned that to say pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, McGregor yeah, does no, talk shit. I, I, I always back him, and I hate that I back him, but I will be backing him. Listen, Connor doesn't want need that, that heat. Just saying that now. Because if he beats Tony, it doesn't push him up any further because Tony's on his way down anyways. He's lost to... Del Rouge and Gaethje. Um, what he yeah, needs well, to do is he needs to fight a tune-up fight against somebody like Cowboy. No offense to Cowboy, but he needs to fight a tune-up fight and then go into fighting again. Cowboy's granny won't allow that fight. again, dude. Huh? <laughs> Cowboy's granny won't allow that again. <laughs> but he can't go out there and fight somebody like Tony. He's gonna, even if he wins, you can't. Nobody gets out of that ring with Tony not hurt. That's the thing. For sure. But uh, if you look at Connor, the last couple of fights, he's walked out hurt. Fucked up. So it, it won't be something new. A bit of sad news for the bugger. Shame, man. His dog passed away in the week. So, uh, Connor. Very uh, sad. Because of life. Yeah, oh, dude. It was a dog that actually was with him still when he was uh, down and out sleeping on a box spring, uh, like the beds, but just the bed box not the fucking mattress so like that dog's like gone from down and out from eating probably human fucking kibble Bobtail. to to getting caviar and yeah look good for the dog I, I think it lived a good life and it's stuck by him and he's quite a prick so you know they always say dogs are loyal and yeah i just put that out there i'm a i'm a dog yes. lover so riggs i can support see you your support to him for his dog I am a McGregor fan. I keep telling you, but I, I despise him at the way he's been acting lately. But yes, I'm a, I'm a McGregor fan. I, I like I like good banter, and he has good banter. 
I don't like mm. it when you take it over the top and you become a complete cock. But uh, mm. yeah, good banter is always good. And we always like the people that can promote a fight and are cocky. Everyone loved Muhammad Ali, not only because of what he did in the ring, but because of his pre-match build-ups. Guy was a poet and yeah, everyone loved that shit. So yeah. <laughs> I, I I'm I'll be back in Connor yeah, Bev. So I think you and I will have some some stern words in Look, in the I'm not saying that Connor can't beat Tony. I just after. don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> when does Connor do anything that's a good idea? Yeah, well that's a thing. I'm just saying I wouldn't take that fight if I was Connor, because you're not gaining anything if you win. Lamborghini yeah. boat. He may gain really got respect. He's, he's lost respect, and he may gain respect. Mm, or a second maybe. Lamborghini. And let me just tell you, <laughs> respect is worth more than any money. <laughs> well, I don't know. You may be talking to a wall here because he's fighting DJs and Machine Gun Kelly at the moment. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's talk about something we talked about kind of before. Cool. Okay, and no Mike one, Tyson versus uh, what? Jake Paul. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't even know if yeah. that's real, Jack. You know, I actually saw that on multiple um, posts. So, yeah, I, I think it's got some some truth to it. And we all know Mike Tyson was never good with his money. So he'll probably do anything to to make a buck here and there. Um, no, he's got money I, now. Again. I, I think it's plausible. He's not got money. Guy's he broke. Does. He just opened a weed like ranch thing he's selling like marijuana now he's got money now again not as much as he had it before but he's rich now yeah. he's, he's got Listen, now weed instead of tigers <laughs> when you sent me that I didn't even look at it twice I don't give a fuck about the polls anymore maybe when the fight happens and I know it's going to happen and I watch a few videos and those kinds of things but I don't want to <laughs> see Vander Holyfield I don't want to see Mike Tyson I don't want to see Lennox maybe Lennox I don't want to see Riddick Bowe I don't want to see any of them fight now. They are champions. They're the greatest. I don't need to see 50-year-old men fighting anymore or 60-year-old men fighting young guys like Vito, or not young, but Logan Paul and that kind of stuff. Mike Tyson doesn't need to do that. Okay, if he gets paid $20 million, good for him. I'm not going to watch it. I'm happy that he's getting paid $20 million. I ain't going to watch it because at the end I of the day, it. why? It's going to be a boring, shitty fight. No, I, I think he, he's still a, a granddaddy that will be fucking people up in the ring. I, I've watched a few of these training videos, um, and this is obviously long post-retirement, so that's like the, in the, within the last year or so when he went, uh, he, went, he was first doing the carnivore diet and shit like that, and then he was like mm. thinking of going vegan and all of that. But while he was doing that, he was training, and yes, that oak still got a solid like punch. He was hitting the yeah, bag, but- and I'm like, Damn, dude, you fucking old. I know he's he, he can't keep it up over twelve rounds or anything. He's not going to be able to to keep up that tempo. No, but but it's the, not the that point. Thirty One seconds round is not makes a difference. No, Mike Tyson. The the reason why Mike Tyson is the great that he is. Sorry, that he is. It, that's how I want to turn just the went fucking to camera. He's like, fucking yeah. <laughs> Mike Tyson is the best. Um, the reason why he's so good, Riggs, is because he went out and he tried to kill. Everybody like he wanted to eat their hearts. That's why we wanted to watch him fight because and not only did he win, yeah, yeah, he wanted to win in that way, like true violence. 
He doesn't have that yeah. anymore, first of all. Second of all, he's not going to do that against Logan Paul. Yes, he might lo- knock Logan Paul out, but it won't be the same as it was in the past. Even if he's as good as he was in the past, his mentality is not there. And I don't want to watch a fight where Mike is... Because we've watched a lot of fights with Mike where, you know, just before he retired, where he didn't have yeah. it, but he still won because he didn't have... You know, he still did a few knocks. But the yeah. same as 21-year-old Mike but, but, Tyson. But Juice wasn't flowing in. strong in him then. Uh, I do understand that. I, I loved his, yeah, his violent outbursts and that. And uh, that's the Mike you're talking of, like, in the peak of his career. That are, yeah. <laughs> He scared everyone. So, yeah, I, I like watching a couple of the videos of that. The funniest is when that guy, <laughs> when that guy told the reporter, he's like, fuck you, you. And then that, obviously, it, I can't use the term now because we, we're going to be correct. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Even if I'm quoting, but yeah, he's like, I'll fuck you till you love me. And, yeah. <laughs> oh yes, like, yes, yeah, dude. That guy, he was a yeah. he was a scary, like, imposing individual. Little bitch, like he looked little at bitch. Oaks, fuck you, you such... love me, and like, yeah. But that's so, the mic you want to see. I don't want to yeah, see exactly. him do that kind of stuff uh, and and say those kinds of things. But that mentality that he had, that customado mentality of go out there and conquer, it's gone. And I don't yeah. want to see him get punched for not and. Okay, if he makes twenty, I'm happy for him. I'm I'm happy he's making money. I love Mike. I'm very like Evander. I'm happy they're making money, but I don't want to see it. If you know what I mean. And the fact that yeah. if there's a one percent chance that Logan Paul can knock out Mike Tyson, I don't want to see that. I don't think yeah. he deserves it. Listen, we're gonna pause quickly. Skylar wants to come on for the cricket. Nice. You guys cool? Boobs. Okay, then UFC 266. What do we have to look forward to there? Seven. No, it's 267, yeah. <laughs> yeah, seven. Seven. Boobs. <laughs> um, okay, so tell me, what do we have forward to to look... Oh, fuck. What do we have to look forward to for UFC 267? Um, look, I mean, this is a stack card of notes. Yambla Olvich versus Glover Teixeira. That's a light heavyweight uh, belt. Uh, Peter Yarn. And again, we talked about Fedor. This is another Russian with like dead eyes. It looks like this guy's a scary little motherfucker. Like he looks like he wants to kill people. Versus Corey Sandhagen. I think, uh, so just on the Jan Blakovich versus Glover Teixeira, I think um, Jan's going to win it. Glover's good. Beating a lot of the top guys, but not in their peak. Uh, Peter Yarn. I think against Corey Sandhagen. I'm hoping Corey Sandhagen pulls it through. Not really a huge fan of Peter Yon, even though he's a great fighter. Islam Mahakachev versus Dan Hooker. So Islam is like the best friends with Khabib, and he's almost as good as Khabib. So everybody well, thinks he's going to be the next Khabib. He looks just like him. Yeah, <laughs> they look almost exactly <laughs> the same. Um. Alexander Volkov versus uh, Marchin Tai Bura. Who cares? Uh, and then another big fight that it's so far down. I would have thought, you know, they would, this would have been a bit higher. But it's um, Li Zhang Liang versus Kazma Chimaev. Now, Kazma Chimaev is like a bigger version of Khabib and um, Islam. And he also, like his last couple of fights, he's just knocked people out. Like, he had, like, three fights in a row, and he just kept knocking these guys out. The one guy was talking major shit to this guy, knocked him out in the first round. 
So I think he's one to look at at welterweight. And then light heavyweight, yeah, another Khabib guy versus somebody else. Anyway, that doesn't matter. So yeah, two six six. That's going to be a big one. I sent you guys. Jack, did you watch that thing I sent you? Two six seven. Two six seven. Sorry, you see, you even got me confused, bro. Yeah, he does that. Yes, confusing. Try to more work. You, you should never argue with a fool because a fool will bring you down to their level and beat you with experience. <laughs> you, Tommy Dan Hooker, is he the, the New Zealand chap? Yes. I've seen a few highlights of him. He's dangerous, sir. He is dangerous, but against really high-level guys, he's not as dangerous as you would think. And the shorter guys actually has a problem with, and um, Islam's a little bit shorter than him. Uh, so I don't know. Dan Hooker's actually is his training partner. So but with is, striking, is he a stand-up fighter? Was he... No. Travel, get on the ground, I'll absolutely maul you. So he's kind of, Khabib can't really box. He can, but he's not great at it. He no, just Khabib's boxes to get the guy down. Whereas Islam can yeah. box, he's got a good jab, but um, his main thing is groundwork. So if he gets Dan Hooker okay. down, he's fucked. Okay. But yeah. <clears throat> Riggs, do you have any uh, fights you're looking forward to? No, no, nothing that I'm looking forward to. Too scared to give my opinion. <laughs> no, no, look, I think it's going to be, yeah, like you said, it's a stacked card, and I think it will bring some exciting um, exciting watching. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Oh, wait, sorry. Before we carry on, Skylar joined the podcast now. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, shit, yes, I'm like, boys? Yeah, welcome to the podcast. We were going to have Michael Kerr on, but then he uh, pushed out because he doesn't have a mic. So he'll come on next week when he gets a mic. Okay. Also, I think there's four of us, Bev. Yeah, I know. That's what it is. No ways. Am I really that fucked up? Am you I hearing all that. these wrong things? Yeah. Okay. Shit. Well, anyways... All right, if that's all for UFC, I'm going to move on to rugby. Look, from my side, there's not much to report here other than just what has widely been reported um, about Rossi. And World Rugby has apparently conceded he was right in a number of instances that he pointed out. Uh, genital men, what are your thoughts on that? I agree. Yeah, look. yeah I, I want to wait until we get the final... Um, report from yeah I don't uh, always like to speculate on what we've seen in the in the media but it, it, it is good a lot of these leaks always bring most I would say 90% of the truth but yeah, I'm keen to, to hear the final the final outcome but uh, very glad that it went in favor of Rusty we said it yeah. from the beginning he was definitely he wasn't in the wrong so yeah it's good good to see that uh Justice prevailed on this uh, on this case. No, I must say I agree as well, uh, Mr. Skyler. What are your any thoughts from you on that matter? I was going to ask you because Russ has been in the news uh, for numerous in a lot of cases. I was just curious which ones you guys are talking about. Is it just with all of these complications and spottings that he found after the game that he highlighted? Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, exactly that. That okay, video so that they come that out to say the majority of what he said now is correct, and what 
Yeah. What will that result okay. into now? Do they get the rule book? Do they reevaluate certain things, change it up, and inform the whole union? I mean, what do you guys think? How do they look? I, I don't think, I don't think, think it's official. But he didn't break any hard and yeah. fast rules. I think he just he didn't follow the handshake agreement kind of keep quiet thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And what 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 will boil down to is there's gonna be stricter penalizing of the referees. Because that's the thing, there's no consistency in, in referees. Uh, and yeah, you take the likes of all these these top notch uh, international refs that we have in, uh, there's no consistency dependent on the teams playing on the day. And it's very difficult to be consistent when you are human. Uh, I understand that. But when your job is to do that and you, you need to be fair, you need to do it. That's what you're getting paid for. That's what you signed up for. And I think it's just going to bring a, yeah, they, they're going to scrutinize the refs. Uh, and that's going to make for more fair rugby. And that's what we all want. We, we want to have a fair challenge. We don't want to have the ref play a role in, in the game. Not that I think it's probably, so, it's probably so silly as well. But just like a rugby team, let's say the box versus New Zealand, guaranteed after that game, they've got a, a whiteboard session the very next morning identifying what they did wrong, what they could have done better, and, okay, who have we got this week? What about the refs yeah. that after the game in the morning now with the whole world turning virtual? Is get those refs that actually participated over the weekend, jump online, run through a few videos of the really difficult calls where they were honest to say, you know what, I called it, but I wasn't really sure type of thing, and how would you approach it next time type of story? Yeah, This is exactly what I really that. need to do. Yeah, can you stop you, you've around got, on the mic? The, yeah, you've got the video ref to help you out now. I mean, we've got all these TMO choices that we can make, and I think you need to use it to the benefit. It, it's there to, to aid in, I would say, fair rugby. And, yeah, I think just keep using it. And, yeah, it's also difficult. I, I will take perhaps the side of the refs. It's difficult to to keep up and make the right call every single time. I mean, we all in life make the wrong call sometimes. Uh, be it no, at you work, are great, be but it I want to see home. consistency of when you ask him what was wrong, they can never give you a straight answer. But yeah, the, the accountability. The vice president of refereeing or the union will then have to jump on the line that night and go through crazy questions from all the you know, all your hosts and stuff where it's actually not him that deserves all of that banter. I think they should go directly to that ref. All that ref does analysis in the morning and then reports to both coaches, the teams to say, okay, yeah. I might have made this one wrong. Next time, this is how we look at it going forward. Or You know what I mean? Fully but agree. I agree with fully agree. It's just no consistency. One ref will make a call. The next ref is, is completely against what he said. And I understand why players get frustrated and want to talk back to the ref. I know it's you know not ideal, but I understand the frustration. That's for sure. Yeah. Sure just and I think like a big thing was nice. also the disrespect to Sia Khaleesi. I mean, he, he is our captain and, yeah, they, they kept on... Uh, yeah, well, what happened the there? What that Ra Rassi pointed out. No, Rassi just pointed out every time like Sia tried to talk to the ref, the ref would like uh, shun him or, or shunt him away and say, not now, not now. You know, and when the next captain Actually, goes, then right, yeah. they, they put yeah. him into to take an ear. So, yeah, I, I think 
he's brought brought that into the spotlight, and that's good. That we need that. We need our our captain to be respected. I don't know if, yeah, if you guys yeah. if you saw it last one on my end, and I think it was the the last game we played now against New Zealand where Fiumiolan got blown for something. And he was talking to the ref and the Fiumiolan, Dwayne Fiumiolan. Dwayne Fiumiolan. Fiumiolan. That's it. Sorry, I'm the Engels man. Just say Thor. It's, it's easier to say Thor. Yeah, Thor, <laughs> you're right. Fiumiolan. But he got penalized <laughs> for doing something on the ground, whatever it was. And he got up and he was obviously just talking and the ref immediately said, please stop back chatting this. And he was like, got frustrated to say, I'm not back, I'm asking you a question. Yeah, and I agree with you. Yeah. Very hard to get answers back from refs sometimes, and then the five minutes later, the other captain's right in the ear. Yeah, yeah. But on the other hand, you got to stop that shit as well because a lot of the time the guys go, they like screaming at the ref, like in the football, they're talking shit to the ref, and and, and that's also not sportsmanship. But I, I get what you're saying. The problem no, is where does the ref stop? That Mike, I I think you should start here this way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's quiz time. I don't know if you heard the music. Can you hear the music? Quiz time. Ooh, okay, rugby quiz. Okay. Oh, just be more specific. Is this championship, Tri Nations? Come on, dude. Don't yeah. you fucking and worry. Do you just have listen the answers to the question. This time? Do you have the answers this time? <laughs> yes, Riggs, don't. Hey, listen, fuck you, pal. Last time I had 10 minutes, this time I had 15 minutes. <clears throat> okay. So. Welcome to Quiz Times with the four idiots in rugby quiz. Like I was saying, in which country did rugby uh, originate? England. Skyland, correct. England, Mr. William Webb Ellis picked up a ball and just decided to run like an idiot. He obviously went to South Africa because he thought his bicycle got stolen. Don't worry, boy. <laughs> okay, uh, and, and that's, in, that's in the history books there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in which century was rugby born? I can give you uh, options. Okay, Jack, 1800s, Riggs? No, 1910. Okay, yeah. so that's eight. That Is that the 20th specific. century? That's the 20th yeah. century. Okay, so yeah, you're saying 19th century. century. All right, yeah. Skylar? Just repeat that no, question wait. for me. I'm British? sorry, 19 19th century. 1890. What was the question? Hey. 1898 or some shit, I'm sure. Okay. In which century was rugby born? The 17th century, the 18th century, the 19th century, or the 20th century? 19th century. Uh, 18 seems too old. You got 19. 19th. <laughs> okay, well, wait. Jack, you said 19th first. Jack, you're correct. Was it Actually, no, I'll just give you all points. Okay, so Skylar's on two, Jack's on one, Riggs is on fuck all. <laughs> Who's next? Dude, and I had 1910 was my first answer. That was 19th century. <laughs> That's the 20th century, no. decade. No, 20th yep. is half post print. What? No, fuck that. Really? That's 21st no, sorry, Riggs. Oh, We're in the 21st century now, clown. That's why I failed history. <laughs> Shit. Okay. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, but if you say 19th century, then it should be in the 19th. Yeah, oh, Riggs, it's not, so don't worry about it. We're not going to teach you shit now. Just, you, just 40 years later. Ah, that's, that's like that's saying, okay. failed history, yeah. you got, do listen. you drink in your 18th year so you can drink at 17? 
I don't know. No, it doesn't matter. Drink. We don't make the rules. We're not going to yeah. change history. Yeah, I don't want a history lesson. I'm done with that shit. I'm okay, now focusing players? on the future. Okay. Rick, shut up, please. <laughs> how many players on a rugby union team? How many what? Players on a rugby union team. 22. Players on a rugby yeah. union team, not squad? Uh, 7, 15. 8, 11 or 15? 15. 15. Okay, hey, Rick, you didn't 15, say that. You yeah. said 22. So who's next? 15. What? You didn't rugby. That's normal rugby, not 15. Yeah, okay. So Scarlett <laughs> well, and Rick. 23. Uh, Scarlett and Jack. 23. No, Scarlett and Jack. Okay, Scarlett and Jack. Scarlett's on three. Jack's on two. Riggs is on. Fuck all. Yeah. All right. I feel like this is rigged to fuck me up. <laughs> no, Riggs, you said 22 first. Okay, so okay, I'm going to read then it when you and then I'll give you the, the answers. Uh, I'll read it and then I'll give you the answers. Okay. A rugby team is divided into which two categories? A goalkeeper and everyone else? <laughs> Jack. That's his answer, Bev. You did it to me. That's his answer. Yeah, okay. But I'm giving it to you, Riggs, because I'm trying to give you points here. A goalkeeper oh, yeah. and everyone else? Ball handler, ball kicker, forwards and backs, lions and lambs. Oh, fuck Jack. Okay, I'm with Jack. Is that the answer or the question? You know, oh, forwards okay. and backs. Okay. <laughs> a rugby team is divided into which two categories? A goalkeeper and everybody else? Ball handler and ball kicker? Backs this and is done already. Yeah, but Skyler hasn't answered. Lions and lambs. Okay. The second one. <laughs> ball handlers a and ball, ball kicker kickers. and a ball handler. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay, I think he's giving... Okay, so Skyler gets that wrong. Uh, Jack, three points. Riggs, one. Yay, everybody give Riggs a round of applause. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo. Get on the okay. score sheet there, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Underdog. What shape is Everyone a rugby ball? Underdog. Oval. Oval. Me okay. first. Okay. No, it's, Everybody gets a point if you get the point, if you get the thing right, fuckheads. Just listen you, to the If you go first, you get half a point, like a bonus. No. Get, but Riggs, I can okay. even see my voice spike is before yours there. Don't be <laughs> looking at each other's dude. spikes. Don't look at each other's <laughs> spikes. Okay. What shape is a rugby ball? Perfectly round, round with Oval. pivots, like a, like a big golf ball. Oval. Oval with pointed ends like the U.S. football. No, oval. oval. Wow, that'll be different. Just like the U.S. football. Wrong. <laughs> Jack, Riggs, Jack on four, Riggs on two, Skylar still on three. Nah, I'm giving Alex a chance, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, you're for a comeback. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I didn't read through this whole quiz and it seems pretty easy. So my mistake again. Uh... What is the traditional British word for rugby? Uh, sorry, what is the traditional British uh, word for a rugby field? A rhomboid, a rugga, pitch. a pitch, a venue. Pitch. 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 Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, everybody Perfect. got one. Okay, next one. Fucking how many questions are there? Yeah, okay, just like, dude, I don't want to be... Oh, let's just do one more, dude. Now we'll do two more. Um, how much Sunday. ground must a ball gain at kickoff? 10 feet, 20 feet, 10 meters. 10 meters. 10 meters. 
That was Scarlett Fish, double Dupere. points, and he sneaks in the win. <laughs> okay, okay, Riggs, you out. Okay, what? I said uh, ten. Oh, but on my he points, did. I, I agree. No, you, you. Uh, 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 our, our, on points alone, I, I should forfeit this. Uh... <laughs> okay, Bevan, this you next question, you got to look at the handle. So whoever's hand gets raised first. Okay, all right. So between Jack and, and Riggs, don't, hand, don't raise nothing. Okay. No, I'm what not is the name? Don't raise your the question's done. What is... <laughs> no. What is the name of a classic formation in which forwards fight for the ball? Wait. Fuck. Oh, okay. stop. Tyler, what's your answer? Mr. Steele. Um, I, I think I heard your question out. You broke up, but it's either a ruck or a scrum. You got to pick one. Can I repeat the question quickly? No, 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 no. You should have listened okay. after you raised your hand. I ex- uh, I'm just going to go scrum. Dude, use, your, use your call a friend. Right. Tyler got a good no. So now you and Jack are on even points. So this is the game-breaking question. Tyler, put your hand right, up. Look for that hand up. Check, he's trying to find a hard one out of all of those. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. What two things must happen after play? Now, just let me just... i got to read the fucking... Uh, <laughs> The question, the answers for you. So there's four different things you pick from those four. So until I finish those four, don't raise your fucking hand. What? I'll tell you when to raise your hand. Now, what two things must happen after a player in a <laughs> rug? Uh, sorry. What two things must happen after a player in rugby is tackled? The referee must single the ta- signal the tackle as valid. The ball carrier must let go of the ball. The tackler must let go. So that's the first answer. That's A. B. The tackler must let go of the ball carrier and the ball carrier must let go of the ball. C. The tackler must let go of the ball carrier and the ball must form around both players. The referee must... uh, Sorry. D. The referee must signal the tackle as valid and the ball carrier must give the ball directly to the tackler. Hands up. Okay. What's your answer? A, B, C, or D? I'm going for B. B for boy. Uh, Jack went in at 8.41 at B. 8.41. Yeah, but Jack, I didn't finish the questions yet. No, no, no. Jack's cheating because I hadn't finished all the fucking questions. Of course you did. Of course you did. A lot of that. Okay, so (laughs) we both get the point then. Next question. Fucking hell. Okay. What is it called when a tackled player lets go of the ball and the other player fights for it? Okay. A Donny Brook. A. C. A race. Yo, D. That uh, was... Sorry. A. A. Donny Brook. B. A race. C. A ruck. D. There's no name for it. They went at the same time there. Okay. So... Stop typing. We're using the raise hand. Okay. Who? Uh, what's your answer, Jack? Ruck. Skyler? It looks like you spelt it wrong on the chats, eh? <laughs> ruck. <laughs> That's how you spell ruck. Obviously, obviously we know it's a ruck because of ruck B. Okay, next question. <laughs> okay. Und- under your hands, Jack. Okay. Listen, this is an audio platform, so if you keep typing the fucking message, the listeners don't know what it is, dickface. 
What is it okay, called? Jack, when it's at 842, there was a fuck. Typed <laughs> with an FU, capital, and a CK, small little baby letters. <laughs> yeah. What is it called when a tackle is unsuccessful and both teams fight for the ball? A throw, a tussle, a, a maul, or a swarm? Jack was first. No, oh, you never no. finished. No, no, you're right. I didn't. No, I did. I did because I looked at Swarm and then I looked and I saw his hand raise. That's okay, Maul, Jack wins. Congratulations, Jack. Yay! Give him a round of applause. Nice. Okay, that's the nice. quiz. Very unsuccessful. What I don't understand is like the least prep is the one who wins at the competition. So clearly, Jack has some knowledge that we need to hold on to here. Yeah, but it doesn't come out. I told you, Riggs. It's too big. <laughs> Maybe so we I need to make Jack's a more clever on the type in chat section over here than his actual voice. Uh, yeah. You, I don't understand how he doesn't he, understand that nobody else yeah, can see that. Yeah, you better be careful if he sneaks into your DMs. Those words <laughs> will have you sending photos in no time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I only do this with you, baby. <laughs> you... Okay, Jack, what's next? <laughs> okay, Bevan, thank you for the quiz. We are jumping into the Premier League. Okay, okay. Mr. Steel, your goal is typing, checking, sick. Okay, so uh, obviously some sweet games this weekend passed. It was, I think, round nine or week nine or so. I'll start off with... Look, I'm not going to go through every single game. I'll, I'll address the majority of them. But uh, I'm going to start off with Chelsea versus Watford. Now, that was a 7-0 drumming. Uh, that was, yeah, I don't know. Chelsea's, they're, they're quality. They are quality. And, I mean, yeah, okay, Watford did have a red card against them. But, I mean, that was still seven goals in a game is quite intense. Um, Skyler, seven goals. Yeah, incredible. Not much to say, but just what a winner. What an absolute game to watch. Yeah, you know, I must say, I'm a little bit worried about Chelsea this season. Eh? Those Oaks, are, they are very consistent. I mean, that's... what. Okay, yeah, they've lost a game, but I mean, shit. They, I think, the most consistent team now. Well, definitely top two, but uh, that's just, again, me being biased. But yeah, no, Chelsea is on fire. Uh, I I wonder if they're going to keep it up for the whole season. Skylar, do you see them getting tired? Do you see them slipping up? Well, the current form they're showing right now, I don't see how that would ever happen. But as you know, Premier League is extremely long. It takes one or two injuries to happen. I never want to you know wish that on any player at all. But it takes yeah. one or two injuries to happen. You know, there's two to three losses, one draw there, and you know, it changes the game completely. So, yeah, it's still too early, but right now, Chelsea looking like that uh, top two contender without a doubt. No, fuck. Absolutely. Yeah, no, but anyways, moving on there's to Arsenal Aston Villa. Wait, there's a big elephant in this room. You, 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 you. We're getting there. Yeah, We're getting there. When you nodded, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I think somebody switched on my mic or off my mic. I, I couldn't hear that. That's hilarious. <laughs> what happened to Man United? <laughs> deny, deny. Sorry, Jack, can you hear that? Ah, I'm just back in the mic. 
Oh, no, no, we'll get there. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, sorry, uh, Scarlett. So, as I was saying, Arsenal versus Aston Villa, 3-1. I must say it's nice to see Arsenal actually winning a game. And their, you know, their form for the last five games, it's actually, you know, right up there. So maybe in the season they bounce back a little bit. I must say it's not nice seeing Arsenal, you know, 10th on the yeah, log. It goes back to what I said earlier is Arsenal's first couple of games, everyone was all over that. Ah, oh, they're going to get relegated. They're doing bad, whatever it may be. So yeah. Just like you said, four to five games and, you know, they're up in top six already. So... Anything can happen. I'm bad for them. It looks like things are coming around. Yeah, no, I must say I agree there. Shame. Uh, it's nice to not have to feel so bad for my colleagues at work, who have to watch them get thrashed week in, week out. <laughs> um, then Everton v Watford. I must say I didn't watch this game, but I only obviously saw it with the uh, the the results. I for Watford to beat Everton, what five two. Did I see that right, Skylar? That's actually you know, fucking quite something, eh? Because, I mean, Watford's yeah, No, shit, it wasn't Watford. Congratulations, Jack. Yeah, you can read. Uh, I'll be honest with you, bud. <laughs> I didn't watch this game at all. Uh, when the likes of United, Liverpool are playing over the weekend, I tend to just want to watch that game. So, yeah, but hey, great result for Watford. Can't complain. But then after that, in the United game, you didn't want to watch anymore. <laughs> sorry Jack you just oh, right guys. want to repeat that question I just actually I saw a fuck up it wasn't Chelsea v Watford it was Chelsea v um, uh, Norwich I must say my bad that one slipped through oopsies all good these things happen it's a Monday I slipped it out okay then Brighton v Man City look I, I was kind of hoping that Brighton would Cause a bit of an upset there, but yeah, Man City too strong. Four goals to one. Quite That's a solid win for Man City. Um, yeah, pity again for top of the leaderboard, but yeah. Then West Ham beat Tottenham. Ash, things are not looking good for Tottenham, eh? What do you think? Yeah, that's one of those teams that are. Kind of like an Arsenal and United at the moment. We just don't know what's happening. You know, one week they look brilliant. Okay, here it comes. Everything's tied together. And then very next week, get an absolute hammering. So, they were actually lucky. West Ham deserved to win a, a, a little bit more goals there. But, um, yeah, props to, to West Ham. They've still got a strong team. Also. Yeah, no, agreed. Alrighty, next game, Brentford and Leicester. Again, I was hoping there for the underdog. I was hoping Brentford would take it, but Leicester pulled through. 2-1, at least uh, Leicester's winning games again. But I must say, depressed, well, not depressed, but sad that Brentford didn't pull a win out the hat there. Uh, they started the season off strong. Hope they can keep it up, eh? Yeah, it's another game I, I watched that much. I caught about 10 minutes of it because it was the game just before the United-Liverpool game. Um, all I could see was Bradford pushing the last, you know, five to ten, trying to get that equaliser. So that's all I could really, you know, base that on. But yeah, Leicester as well, good one for them. Yeah. Look, okay, then Skylar, I suspect your mic or earphones might uh, stop working soon. But Man United versus Liverpool, five nil. Uh, that is, yeah. I don't even Listen, know how to put that. If I can say something, at least Man United didn't spend a lot of money on a, like a very expensive player 
that's close to ret- oh wait shit sorry oh. think of a different team <laughs> ah Jack, uh, I just want to clarify, just Jack. Who do you the, the against? In the room, just like <laughs> say. Is let me ask Bear a question. How much do you think we bought uh, Ronaldo for, Bear? More than you can afford. No, no, no. no. Answer <laughs> the question. How much do you think we bought him for? And then how much do you think we bought Sancho and Baron for? Uh fuck. I don't know. Twenty million. Yeah, that's it. I think we bought Sancho and Veron for less than what Ronaldo was. So you can keep that comment to yourself. Back to you, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Not much to say about the game at all. (laughs) Not at all. All I can say is well done. I bet you Jack does. I'm not even joking. (laughs) Liverpool could have gone away with that game close to eight to nine now. Jack, unleash the beast. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> Nothing to say about United because there was not much to watch on that front. But um, on Liverpool side of things, uh, honestly, can't complain. Such good football, and uh, whether you, you just like the score, you got to enjoy the football. Yeah, look, I'll be gentle. I just got five things to say. Hit, um, me. Hit me with it. Navi Keita, Diogo Jota, Sala, Sala, Sala. I'll leave it there. No comment. But you know what? I feel bad. I feel bad for Man United. Like, after 4-0, it started getting like, okay, shame. Like, I'm feeling bad now. So, I won't rip you too much. I know the pain of losing to, like, a, a rival team. I think it, I think you're going through enough right now. I'm not going to add to it. So, I'll just jump straight into the T20. No, 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 no. What is no, the no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just think it looked like a, a good shadow practice that uh, Liverpool was running through. So it was very impressive to see that, uh, you know, they have some, some a good turnout to their practices. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Full stands. <laughs> Where was it? And, and, I'm not gonna and United. And it was at Old Trafford. Yeah, can you <laughs> I think at a, st- at a stage the commentator even said this is probably one of the easiest changing sessions Liverpool's ever had. I think it was 68 minutes and they showed at least five to 10,000 people were leaving the stadium already. Yo. Bad. Yeah. Somebody, yeah, there's a lot of women in, in, in Manchester that got blixed that night, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, that yeah, caution. Sure. They, they actually ran out of the the janitor ran out of signs. Caution, wet floor from all the fucking tears at the exit. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Shit. That's how you do it, Jack. Fucking hell. Okay. Yo. I even forgot Alrighty. what I was going to say after that one. <laughs> that was a sweet burn, Riggs. Oh, shit. Okay. Cricket T20 World Cup. Uh, Skylar, before I give you a a section on there, I just want to quickly, This actually now the time might be perfect to mention this to Riggs. Uh, Riggs, just some of the standout highlights for me uh, from the T20 World Cup so long. I hope I got these games right. Maybe I I went squiff again, but hopefully I didn't. Uh, Netherlands lost to Ireland on the 18th. (laughs) <laughs> Netherlands lost to Namibia on the 20th. 
Uh, Netherlands lost to Sri Lanka on the 22nd. Sounds like Greeks yeah. could join that team and they do better. <laughs> Netherlands is good when the, the ball is on the ground and you use your foot. They're not good when you have to use a bat. But, uh, yeah, what's that stick the, even the, doing there? In the footy, we good. In the footy, we good. <laughs> like Man United, but, good yeah, or good, the, good? <laughs> no, yeah, like super good. Super good. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, that's Netherlands. They got a good. Um, they got a good hockey team, eh? Very good. Yeah, team. even the the girls, the girl ladies, women's hockey team, not girls. Yeah, women's yeah, hockey yeah team but you're to them, yeah. good. Like even in but yeah, that's in the, in the Olympics, they were they were knocking goals left, right, and center. And also the women's uh, footy team also won their match over the weekend. So. Yeah, that's a okay. But they they. Good at uh, hockey because that ball also stays on the ground. They've got sticks, but at least the ball stays there. Yeah, that's the thing. And the moment it goes above your, your kneecap, things get risky, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That is Netherlands. Okay, so then. They have weed and blood for breakfast, lunch, and supper. As soon as they raise their head too high, they get a head rush. They've yep. been told to keep their head low. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> Uh, it makes Look, sense. <laughs> the South African game. I don't know what I can say there. What it turned out to be such a good game if you did watch it. Any of you guys watch it? No. Nope. No, that's why you aren't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it from here. Um <laughs> Started off first over or two, like really good. Got two, three good boundaries. Then Bavuma went out cheaply bold, and the wickets just started to drop. I think they had us at 32 for four at a stage. We landed up making 120. Um, Australia came in. We actually started extremely well. So about eight overs in, we thought, okay, here we go. Actually, it might turn out to be a good game. And then the last four to five overs, me personally, we didn't bowl the right areas whatsoever. Um, Australia took advantage, just like we expect. Um, it turned out to be, if I'm not mistaken, they needed 12 runs of like seven or eight balls. And yeah, the next two balls, uh, Stone has smacked two fours, and that was all she wrote. Uh, uh, so we got England next, if I'm not mistaken. So we got actually a tough group. So we really need a win man, on Wednesday night, so that's for sure. Cool. Yeah, but historically, we don't perform well with cricket at World Cups. Hopefully, this one's yeah, not the same. Agreed. Agreed. Normally, group stages, we okay. And then it's normally those... No, we perform well until the end. Choke. Yeah. And we choke right at the end. Have we ever won a cricket World Cup? Knows. Yeah, we no. did. What? Yeah. Win the World Cup. Exactly. Uh, Jack, I'm obviously not asking you. Uh, I, I thought we won when Hansi first captained. No, that was our first international game. I back that, backtrack, backtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go into Formula One so you two clowns can talk. Think now if we ever did win the World Cup. I'm just busy checking it now. Uh, so we got West Indies tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. 
just yeah. FYI. I think, yeah, West Indies. That's going to be good. Like, always, a, always a good challenge. Or at least it used to be when I used to. Well, we, we should give them a hide in. West Indies, this last game, got the lowest batting score in T20 history. They got bowled out for like 51. What? Yeah, against England. Yeah. Yes, you must be livid if you bought tickets for that one. Yes. Well, yeah, you just get your beer, walk back to your seat, and it's done. Yeah. <laughs> walk back to your seat, and everyone's already fucked off. They're in the car waiting. <laughs> it's similar to a Man United uh, game. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that game lasted for 90 minutes. Uh, yeah, but everybody left at 50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. South Africa did win the Cricket World Cup once, 2003. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, dude. 125 runs. No, dude. Yeah, it was. 2003 World Cup, it was hosted in South Africa, Zimbabwe, and Kenya. How did we forget about that? It was even hosted yet. I don't even remember. Like, moving on. <laughs> what year did you say we won it? What's that? What year did you say we won it? 2003. No, this says Australia won it, dude. No. Against India. No. Has South Africa won the World Cup? Over 20 teams have qualified at the tournament final. ICC World Cup, yeah, 2003. Winning margin, 125 runs. Runners-up, India. Oh, maybe you're right. You know what? Who cares? <laughs> oh. I'm just going to cut all of this out. Well, let's just say we okay. have Well, We have <laughs> Okay, well, look. Let's just jump into Formula One. Uh, Riggs. Spotlight's yours. Yeah, thanks, Jack. Uh, look. Hey, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Excuse me. I also watch the highlights. Don't just go straight to Jack. Yeah, but you don't get prime position for watching highlights. Uh, Riggs, uh, over I... to you. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'll say thanks for that, Jack. Uh, thanks for bringing me in. Uh, I've got a bit of egg on my face. Uh, I did not expect Red Bull to be a good contender for for this track and obviously it's apparent that in the last two weeks that they've had uh running up to this race they did a few tweaks i'm sure uh hamilton and the mercedes team will be questioning a few of them they already did make a few comments to say they don't know how they can keep up with the pace of the red bulls but i didn't expect it it was such a brilliant race extremely exciting and you know like action packed from the get-go in the front of the grid, in the middle of the grid, and right at the back, it was full of action. So, yeah, great race. I really enjoyed it. Obviously, extremely happy that Verstappen uh, <laughs> took the win, especially Absolutely. that he beat Hamilton. It was, uh, you know, just the icing on the cake. That undercut really worked for them. Uh, mm. But, yeah, points to note. Oh, fucking Kimi, man. He was going to be in for the points in 10th. He was running it. I was so excited. I was like, this guy's getting points today. And right at the end, he loses it. And yeah, Vettel took his points. So yeah, unfortunate for, for Kimi. I think he rode a good race. Uh, 
what was exciting was uh, uh or not exciting interesting is perez he, he lost his drink in the race yeah like right at the beginning yeah so he, he says like it's the most uh grueling race he's ever had on his body you know for 56 laps and i'm like well welcome to kimi raikkonen's fucking season it's been doing it for like four races already where he doesn't have water so yeah it was a yeah an extremely good race very exciting and and the track brought exactly what we we thought it would you know that wide corner in the first corner really brought a, a lot of excitement and a lot of uh challenges uh so yeah i don't know what your thoughts were i yeah like i say egg on my face well done to red bull absolutely well done the engineers uh yeah they pulled a rabbit out of the hat with that one so yeah look i agree with you it was a good race um i i think the start between Verstappen and hamilton yes that was a hard start those oaks were doing some hard racing i was your them. heart beating on Verstappen's pull away that was too slow yeah look I didn't. I didn't think that Verstappen had a bad start. I just think that Hamilton had a flippin' blinder. Um, but shit, no, they were both. I, I must say, like it's hard racing between the two. But again, there's you know you can see they got some sensible heads on their shoulders. You know that they didn't bend it for the both of them on the first corner. Um, yeah. Yeah. It obviously, I'm quite emotional during these races, so. At that point, I considered rage quitting, but luckily pulled through. <laughs> um, another interesting battle was McLaren and Ferrari. Uh, those guys are really going at it as well. Yeah, some good racing Ray. between them. Yeah, and you know that one point in the race where there were, it was a Ferrari sandwich. You know, McLaren yeah. on either side. Yeah. That was some yeah. good racing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was very impressed with uh, Danny Rick. Yeah, and actually, I, I wanted to hear from you, Riggs, what you thought about that. Because in the last few races, he's been ahead of Lando. Do you think that uh, fuck-up decision with the tires in the rain uh, damaged Lando's confidence a bit? Because eh? he hasn't been really the same since then. Yeah, look, I will. I think definitely it's affected him. Uh, what's brilliant is like Dutch uh, Dutch reporters and that they feel for course calm. It's the funniest thing because obviously you and I are watching completely different races in terms of commentary and every yes. race hold up. I'm watching on uh, Zigo TV, which is the Dutch uh, TV provider. It's like DSTV for the Netherlands, um, okay. and yeah, they just ask it like straight up. They're like even like some of the questions they'll be like. So, what did you feel when you fucked up? Like that? And they literally ask, Yo. they swear. Like that. <laughs> the commentators swear. They're like, yeah. Uh, when I was here in the Netherlands, then they were like, fuck the Hamilton. They're like, fuck <laughs> the Hamilton. Dude, and it's like, I love that shit. So, yeah, they were asking Lando, they're like, so how do you feel for the race? And he's like, oh, I don't know. And they're like, can you win? And he's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, look, he, he was honest about it. I think they, they held up a good challenge. Uh, and Danny Rick, we, we were saying, like, Ricardo hasn't been showing his his experience in, the in I would say, prior to the last two races, we were complaining about that. And, and now he's yeah. starting to show that, and he's bringing it too. And I think a, a worthy note is uh, his American accent. How brilliant was that in his interviews? I don't know if you watched 
Record? Yeah, I didn't watch interviews. Yeah, then your record is good. Uh, he did a proper but, Texan South American yeah. accent. He played it off really well. Man. It was fucking brilliant. So yeah, he even got to ride his his childhood dream NASCAR uh, prior to the race, which was yeah good on him. I think he he's got the experience, and uh, Lando's got the balls. And if you could combine those two, you would have a a serious winning driver. Like me in a go-kart. Oh, I think you're a lot like Mick Schumacher holding up the pack right at the end of the fucking race. (laughs) 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 That guy almost cost for stopping. Yes, dude. Yeah, that was actually quite... Yeah. Two weeks ago, I was like, yeah, he's going to be a good rookie, you know, like he needs a better car. Fuck, this weekend I'm like, fucking move out the way, you stupid piece of shit. <laughs> I was getting livid. But yeah, yeah just in the next time. quite ludicrous, just move, bitch. Get out the way. <laughs> what did so you think of... So on the final lap, firstly, mm-hmm. this guy's still got a lap to go. So okay, he's been lapped already. There. Which means he needs to move the fuck out of the way of the winners. And Verstappen is right behind him. And he was creating so much dirty air. And he wasn't moving out of the way. I mean, even when they did warn him and they're like, Mick, move out the way. He still like took another like two corners before he moved. It was a lot of shit. Yeah. You know, you, you, you don't want that in racing. And he's not going to want that one day when he's up there with the greats and, and when he's got a good car. He's going to be yeah. just as angry. So, yeah, move out of the way. Give the guys the, the respect due and, and create the, the f- I would say, fair race. You know, you hold him up. You let for, uh, Hamilton get close. And there's going to be a sneak attack. And, and we don't want Hamilton winning. I think that we've made that very clear. The guy does not deserve to win. <laughs> so, is anybody a fan of Hamilton? Uh, yes. He has a bulldog. Uh, yeah. And it's a fan of his. Yeah. No, he's got a lot of fans. <laughs> Just not here. Yeah, when he's in okay, Silverstone, then it's crazy. <laughs> Hamilton crazy. Even, <laughs> even the, 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 well, what I was listening to, they even the commentators kind of sounded happy that was stopping one. Yeah. It, because Hamilton's a sore loser and he, he's built up, I would say, He's lost a lot of respect of the other competitive drivers with him uh, just because of the way he is. I mean, even if you listen to his team radio, because I always like to, after the race, I go into every driver's team radio for the whole race and like listen to wow. what the communications were. Yeah, that's how, you, that's how you get facts. And that's how you actually run a podcast, Jack. Uh, I know I'm the <laughs> guest, but uh, that's how it works. You know, you've got to do your due, due diligence. Uh, if I may say, before you, before you come out on onto air, and yeah, I, I like to listen to a lot of that. And they were apologizing again. You never hear any team apologize as much as Mercedes does to Hamilton. And they're like, "Sorry, mate, the car just didn't have the pace today." And he just kept quiet. You know, you've come second. You haven't lost. You came second. You can at least say, thanks, guys. Thanks for the drive today. Thanks for the fast pits. I mean, I think he did a 2.8 pit. Yes, uh, Red Bull had the faster pit of the day, but a 2.8 pit is still, you know, it's right up there. And 
Uh, just, but then, I think the guy. So, yeah. Sorry, Riggs. Yeah. There was a, a Ferrari pit where it was like 4.8. There was something wrong with the tire. Yeah. That the pit guy's fault, or was it something else? That was the right rear tire, uh, and yeah. that's the pit guy's fault. So, so does he, he lose removed, his job or what? Yeah, I think those people, I don't know if they lose. Have you ever watched the Squid Game? I think it's a very similar to that. I don't think you lose your job. I think you lose your life. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine Gunther Steiner shitting on you if you fuck that up? Dude, tears, tears. <laughs> no, look, that uh, guy's a beast. I, I must say, uh, I wouldn't want to be in the pit crew. I wouldn't. There's so much that can go wrong, but when it does go wrong, you just know it's you. There is no other way to explain it. You can't go there and be like, oh, I think the f- first person who put on the nut put it on wrong or, you know, the talks went right. I don't know. <laughs> well, actually, Riggs, yeah, if you're Mercedes, you can blame your driver for putting skew. <laughs> your dry Wait, what? Mercedes. Don't you remember when they did that to Bottas? Bottas, yes. Okay, yeah. But that's a different thing. I, okay, yeah. That's how I, you I run know. a podcast, yeah. Riggs. Yes, that's Tom how. Riggs, what do you think about Lewis Hamilton wanting to bring um, an F1 race to South Africa? Did you see his interview? Uh, I yeah, think, in his yeah, qu- sorry, a... sorry, Riggs. <laughs> Just in his quote, he said he wanted to bring the F1 back to the motherland. Yeah, Did yeah, I read yeah. that right? Yeah. yeah. So he read that right as well, yeah. Uh, and that's all it will be, Sky. Is the, it's a publicity stunt, and it's going to be a BLM uh, well, setup. And check they can handle it, yeah, Kailami. Kailami, Kailami actually uh, extended their track for F1 uh, just before they sold it to Porsche. Uh, the yeah. owner of Kailami was actually extending it to get F1 back uh, because and then obviously they did it, the track then wasn't up to date, and then they ended up selling it to Porsche. So Porsche so bought it over. I think we sit in at 514. 514, yeah, I think. Okay, decent. What's yeah. the longest yeah, track? No, no, longest track? Shit, I don't know. I know the States is Belgium. right up there. I think Spa is pretty fucking long. The Nürburgring. No, that's ridiculous, <laughs> Don't go there on a Saturday. Can you imagine F1 cars on the Nürburgring? <laughs> they yes, did that, Dave. Really? Back in the not day. The, back, not back. the 20 kilometer version. Oh, uh, yeah. Not, not the eight minute, uh, <laughs> eight minute <laughs> a lap version. No, look, but if you look, uh, the States is also a decent track. I mean, it's only 56 laps for the race. So, yeah. You know, They've got some distance in them, whereas, yeah, in the Netherlands, we've got a lot shorter track this side. Um, so, yeah, we, we get more laps. We get more viewing time. And that's why we did it that way. <laughs> well said. Okay, look, ladies and gentlemen, I think unless we have anything else there, I'm going to wrap it up. Well, one Any question, wait, 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 wait. One question, one question. That little thing... Oh, where the driver sits is that for aerodynamics or is it a structural thing? That's I believe that's to provide a place for him to sit while he drives the car. No, no I think that. he's paying the halo. <laughs> You're talking about the thing in front of his face, the T. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that's the halo. That's for safety. And actually, it saved Hamilton's life uh, five yeah, weeks ago. Max. When, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Max, Max gave him a little bit of a, a nudge and went over his head. So, yeah, what, what was happening but that previously was, there was that like, that cars go over you. To that train, right? Jules Bianchi, yeah. yeah or Bianchi. Right. Yeah. yeah. What's what? it, what okay, I think we're done. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jack, I think what what's next on the agenda? The diet? The weighing? Shut the fuck up. No, sorry. Uh, we're going to get load shedding now in the next minute. So, yeah, sorry, no. <laughs> Guys, thanks for joining us. Bevan, where can they reach us or find us? Let me just put out a warning to Riggs. I'm not Jack, bro. I'll destroy your ass, Riggs. Come at me again, see what happens. <laughs> You've been thinking you've been taking this thing lightly. You're going after Jack thinking you can punch with the heavyweights, my boy. I don't think it's a problem for Rick, sir. I'll kick <laughs> you with the ball, bro. Oh, I'll hit you with God. a brick. <laughs> a BR1. But anyway. CK. Nice. <clears throat> you yeah. can find us at uh, Idiot Report on Facebook, Idiot Sport Report on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us there. I'm putting some videos up um, that are kind of cool. Uh, a lot of hard work going into that and us trying to figure out how to actually put it up. It took a week, so we've now figured it out. Hopefully, we'll have some more videos coming soon. Uh, other than that, thanks for joining us from my side. Skylar, thanks for coming on halfway through. And then Riggs, as always, watch yourself. Oh. Yeah, I, I just want to add one more thing. Uh, on Spotify, it's Idiot Sports Report, not Idiot's Sport Report. Don't add the double S because my Google speaker doesn't understand me. And I look, so I drag it out. But yeah, Idiot Sports Report, if you're asking the Google to play. Okay. That's oh, your words shit. of wisdom from your man, Jason, right here. Thank you very much for joining. <laughs> thanks Papa Riggs okay cool guys Peace. I love you guys Skala, thanks, thanks for you? Props. nothing boys once again good, good to chat to you guys man alright cool guys Sweet. thanks a lot Laka. Yeah, thanks boys. bye <laughs>